sedentary lifestyle is a major contributor for us developing a range of diseases which could have been avoided by engaging in physical activity and healthy eating. Diabetes seems to have become the norm these days. To talk about health and more, in today's episode, we are joined by founder of Showfit, Shohrab Kushrushahi. Hi, Shohrab, and welcome to DS Radio. Hi, Ahmad. How are you? I'm good. It's great to have you on our show. Uh, Shohrab, my first question to you is like, what constitutes a healthy lifestyle and where does diet and exercise fit in? Okay, I mean, healthy lifestyle, that's a, that's a pretty vast and a pretty big area, right? What we're trying to kind of make sure when we talk healthy lifestyle, we're talking a lifestyle where you have movement involved. So there is some sort of movement that you're doing. If you can exercise, great. But if you can't, just playing a sport or moving is important as far as your lifestyle is concerned. Food plays a very, very important role as well. So there are there are two aspects to it. Uh, there is the training part of it, which is the physical side of things. But you need to fuel your body to be able to do the physical side. So food is actually equally important or if not more important than your training. So you've got to kind of have a balance of both working out, food. And another very important factor which people tend to ignore when it comes to their health or their life is the mental side of things. And uh, unfortunately, we don't give it that much importance. But, uh, you know, being mentally in the right frame of mind and right space uh, and also kind of, you know, not telling yourself you're constantly, you know, telling yourself you're unfit or you can't do something or I can't do it. It's not going to happen. I am too fat. These are things that also kind of bring you down. So it's actually a three-pronged approach. You need to kind of work out and move as far as movement is concerned. You've got to get your nutrition right and also have the right thought process. Mm -hmm. I think that's a really great insight. See, and another thing, Saurabh, is that, you know, these days, they are like, you just Google about diets and you have like a ton of Mm -hmm. them, you know, each prescribing Mm -hmm. their own recipes and Mm -hmm. everything. I just wanted to ask you, I think, do diets work or they are just these fads and placebos? What do you think? I mean, I guess I'm the wrong person to ask this question because I'm not much of a diet fan. I don't think (laughs) diets work in the bigger picture. Diet itself, if you think about it, and, and whenever you bring that word up to most people, is a negative word, right? Diet means something I cannot do or mm-hmm. I should not be doing. Mm-hmm. And I just feel that you put a negative spin to something, it becomes all the more hard to kind of get it done, right? I would rather you say, okay, let's formulate some sort of a clean eating strategy. Let's figure out what we, sh- what we can eat, what's really good for us. And what's kind of not good for us, we can eat it, but not as often, right? So let's kind of get a strategy around eating. Uh, I think diets maybe work for a month, two months, uh, how long are you going to stick to a diet? You can't do it for the rest of your life. No matter what you want to do and no matter how disciplined you are, you will break that diet at some point in time. Listen, I've, I've been training and eating right for years now. I think I've been training since I was 13 or 14. So it's more than 20 years now. And I've been eating a certain way for about 15 of them. And I've tried all these diets that are out there. I don't try the new ones. I'm not much of a fan. But uh, for me, the thing that's always worked in life is just eating good, clean, wholesome, real food. And if you can kind of stick to doing that, um, you have chances of long-term success as opposed to short-term success. So you need to figure out which one are you going for. Are you going for short-term success? Are you going for long-term success? For me, it's always a lifestyle change. It's always long-term. Everything I've tried to, tried to do in my life has always been long-term rather than short-term. So I'm never working out or training for the next wedding or the next summer holiday. I'm training more for life. 
And uh, for me, if you're training for life and you're kind of setting up a strategy for your entire life, I don't think you can die for the rest of your life. So you need to kind of find a better solution. And I think eating clean and trying to eat as often as you possibly can, eating clean as often as you possibly can, is is a better answer. You spoke about clean eating. Can you break that down for our audience? Like what exactly constitutes clean eating? Is it you're, you're talking about uh, an organic uh, produce or what exactly is it? No, I'm not talking organic. I'm talking eat good, simple home food. Right. So let's break this down. I, I, I've told people this a lot of times, and I, I mean, I've always spoken to everyone I've trained about the same thing. Three simple principles when it comes to food. Right? First, let's start eating real food. Let's try and stay away from the processed food as much as we can. Okay. So anything that kind of comes out of a packet that you get in the middle aisle of a shopping market or a supermarket, processed stuff, stay away from because it generally has a lot of rubbish in there for it to last six months. Think about it from a food perspective. If something can last in a packet for six months, do you really want to put that into your system? Right? That's a question you need to mm. ask yourself. So when I say real food, I mean anything that's grown off the ground or on trees or has had eyes or ears in the past. So your fruits, your vegetables, your meat, your fish, your chicken, whatever it is. If you're vegetarian, fruits and vegetables. If you're not, you can have your meat, fish and, and stuff like that. Then make sure you have a decent amount of plant-based food in your diet or in your food plan for the particular day. So I'd say fruits and vegetables, very important. So when I say plant-based food, your fruits and your vegetables. I think my parents or my mom kind of went sick in the face asking me to eat my vegetables when I was growing up. I didn't listen. And I was a Parsi boy, lived on meat my entire life. And I just ignored my vegetables. And obviously that didn't do too well for me. Now I'm, I'm trying to force people to have vegetables. So it's kind of ironic in life. So your fruits and your vegetables. And eat to sustain yourself. I think a lot of us are emotional eaters. Like we've just finished a massive meal of lunch or dinner, but if someone puts our favorite food again in front of us, 10 minutes later, we're hungry again. Mm. It's not actually hunger. It's just called emotional eating. You're eating because the thought of it makes you feel good. So eat to kind of sustain yourself and be able to go on for whatever hours you have left in the day or till your next meal. But uh, focus on that. And you'll be a lot happier. So it's a very simple policy. Just eat real food, lots of plants and uh, fruits and vegetables in your meals and eat enough to kind of sustain yourself more than just overeating in that sense. So sure, you uh, just now told me that, you know, how uh, tables have turned and you're asking people to eat their greens. Like how yeah. did you, you know, choose a career in this fitness industry? I've been obsessed about fitness ever since I was a child. I wanted to play cricket for the country growing up. I mean, that was my dream. Every kid growing up, every kid in Bombay growing up in the 90s wanted to be Sachin Tendulkar, right? We all wanted to be Sachin. Hmm. Uh, I was obsessed. I wanted to play cricket. I played at the under 16 and the under 19 levels at the state level. And uh, I think after a point, I realized that maybe I, I wasn't going to make it into the Indian team uh, like I'd hoped to in life. And I decided to pursue a career in what I thought was my next favorite option, which was law. So I was a lawyer for 15 years before I started SoFit. Fitness never actually kind of went away. Fitness was something that I kind of pursued throughout. It just, it just kept going, kept going, kept going. And it became an obsession. It became a passion more than obsession. I think obsession is too hard to word. But it became a passion. It was something that I really wanted to do. And I kind of kept studying it. Uh, not because I knew I was going to start a business. I studied it because I genuinely wanted to study it. And I wanted to learn stuff for myself. And uh, eventually, I think my passion just took over. It was something that I really wanted to do. 
I really wanted to help people. I kind of saw the information out there in in Bombay in India generally about health, about fitness, what people were saying, what I was fed a lot of when I was like growing up and wanting to learn more. And I think I just wanted to change that a little. Um, so after a point when my passion kind of well overtook my head and and i really really wanted to do something i kind of made that switch from uh, low to fitness and and also another thing right last year as you're aware 2020 was like you know the year of the pandemic and we've mm-hmm. had people at homes you know people worrying about their jobs their lives and yeah. so many other things and you know at the beginning of this podcast you really pointed out this one thing about the mental health aspect and how closely it is related to your physical health also after the lockdown was lifted did you see like you know many people you know uh, coming to you and joining your uh, fitness uh, coach regime and what was that the driving factor do you see any change during this particular period i mean people have obviously taken fitness and health a lot more seriously um during the pandemic and post the pandemic i don't think we're done with the pandemic yet to be honest i think there's still yeah. uh, work that needs to be done as far as the pandemic is concerned so of course people have taken their health a lot more seriously they want to kind of get better and they want to invest a little bit of time and money into their health which is great uh, which is something unfortunately from my i mean the way i look at it it's really unfortunate you wait for a pandemic to kind of make you realize that your health is important and that you need to give it that kind of importance so i mean yes of course people have started training uh, people are spending a lot more time on their health and on their fitness which is great i think people are going to kind of see the benefits of it in the long run the ones who kind of stayed fit through the pandemic are seeing the rewards now uh, they worked on it when they were sitting at home and when they had a little more time and now they've kind of got hooked on to it and they want to do it more so that's a good thing that's a positive and uh, i'm happy people are working on their health and that it has nothing to do with me it has nothing to do with the work that i do i think in general it's great that people in india are taking their fitness a lot more seriously than they did because in if you go anywhere else in the world right i'm fitness is just it's just part of life it's i mean go to australia go to the us go to europe go to london people just train it's just part of their day they just have to do it it's just it's just like you know going to work unfortunately in india is the only place where it's a luxury where you need to kind of oh if i have the time i'll go or uh, oh, it's too expensive for me to waste money on a gym membership so stuff like that now that it's easily accessible and it's at home and you can actually do it at home uh, i think people will take to it more and you're going to see a lot of cyclists now uh, you're seeing a lot of people cycling yeah. in india now at least bombay everyone's turned to cycling it's great because it's a good outdoor sport i mean an outdoor activity to do and i'm all for it i think working out or training or getting fit doesn't necessarily mean only lifting weights in a gym i think playing a sport going out for a walk or a run or just doing something you enjoy doing and just being active that's exercise as well So for me I'm very happy that people are taking their health seriously and they have definitely taken their health more seriously post the pandemic. Uh, so another thing is that during the lockdowns and you know a few months later also uh you know mm-hmm. you couldn't physically meet you know the people uh, to coach them right so how did your yeah. employees manage during this time did they take into the digital mode where you know the, there were zoom sessions or something how did you manage that during that time I mean of course zoom did help a lot so i'm not going to take that away i think we did our virtual sessions on zoom but uh, 
I'd like to think we were slightly ahead of the curve because we had our online challenges going on since April 2019, which was a year before the pandemic even hit. Mm-hmm. So we've had our 40 day and our 21 day challenges going on, which are virtual, I mean, which are online challenges. You don't need to kind of meet us to do them. And we've been running them for over two years now, uh, almost two years now. And uh, it it was there pre-pandemic. It's been there through the pandemic and it's going to stay there post the pandemic. So from that perspective, I think we were, we were, we were fortunate. Uh, we had thought of certain things as a team that we wanted to do. And we've always wanted to reach a lot of people. Um, and it's difficult when you're sitting only in one city, in one part of the world to reach people from different parts. So the challenge actually helped us. We were dealing with people in America. We were dealing with people in Europe. We were dealing with people in Australia, New Zealand, China, Japan. So it's been great. From uh, So the challenge was something that has, that has been there. And of course, it kind of, the numbers went up during the pandemic because uh, people wanted to work out from home and we were giving them that option. And people saw good results. People enjoyed themselves. They saw good results. They made some amazing friends uh, because it is a community-based challenge. And uh, that's kept everyone busy through, uh, through the pandemic as far as my team's concerned. I mean, we've, we've all worked really hard through the pandemic. So hats off to each one of them. They've worked, they've worked, they've worked brilliantly. I can't complain. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice to hear. Uh, you spoke about this 40-day and 21-day challenges. What are they actually? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us about that? So when we started, Sophie, the, the objective always was to reach out to as many people as we possibly could. Now, when I was when, when we just started out, it was very difficult staying in Bombay, primarily South Bombay, to reach out to so many people from all over. I mean, as an individual, there are only so many hours in a day. And right, and there's only so many sessions you can run in a particular day. So the idea was to reach out to people outside Bombay. And the only way we could do that was through the virtual world, through the online world. And, and we kind of accepted that at, at when we started out about three years back. We took about six months to a year to kind of finalize exactly what we wanted to do and how we wanted to do it. The idea was to educate people give them the right tools as far as food is concerned, as far as working out is concerned, give them the community. So we have our challenges that we run on a WhatsApp group. So everyone has a community feel to it. They reach out to more like-minded people who are going through the same, well, the same challenges they're going through. And it's as difficult for them as it is for everyone else in the group. So the idea was, that was basically the premise. Let's reach out to as many people. Let's kind of educate them about food, about nutrition, about working out. Let's give them a community feeling and let's show them that fitness is easily accessible. You do not need really expensive gym memberships. You do not need to go out of your house if you need to, as far as training is concerned. You can do it in your own house and you just need some basic equipment to get fit. You don't need hours and hours to train. You can train. If you even train for 30 to 40 minutes a day, that's good enough. And and that will get you the results you want to get. Provided you're consistent for a decent amount of time. That was the idea behind the challenges. And uh, we kind of took our time to figure out how we wanted to do it. We learned along the way. And uh, now we've been doing them for a while, for almost two years, like I said. That's that's great to hear. Uh, Shura, before we wrap up the conversation, my final question to you is, uh, to those out there, right, like who are concerned about their health, what do you have to tell them? And what is your advice? I mean, my first thing that I'd say to anyone is just start moving, right? Just get up and do something about it. For too long, you hear people saying that 
I'll start on Monday. Which Monday of which month of which year? No one ever says. Everyone will start on Monday. Uh, so instead of saying I'll start on Monday, let's just start today. Uh, let's start small. Don't have these massive expectations of, you know, I'm going to do this and I'm going to exercise so much. I'm going to shed so much weight. First of all, throw the weighing scale out of the door. Right? Leave the weighing scale away. It's not important. Too many people base their entire life on that weighing scale, and it's really not worth it. Uh, there's more to your life than a number. and you've got to kind of go beyond that weighing scale start moving start doing things you enjoy doing if it's playing a sport go ahead and play a sport whatever your favorite sport may be even if it's you know gilly danda for example but just go move go start moving start using your hands and your legs and uh, that's a start start small start with 15 minutes 10 minutes 20 minutes and then build up over a period of time look into the way you're eating look at your food on a daily basis when you put your food on a plate just see what you're eating be mindful of what you're eating and just don't you know just don't start eating for the sake of it don't don't just because you've seen a piece of cake means you have to have it uh so just be smart about the way you eat start moving do something that you love doing and be consistent with it i think for way too long we have people who do something and then 20 days later they're like chal na i'm done now enough i can't do more this i'll next month or next week we'll see what we need to do again stay consistent everything that you know shows you results requires time so you've got to give it a certain amount of time to see results i mean i was reading a really interesting quote the other day when someone recommends a show to you on netflix right and, and you watch it and the first few episodes are really boring and you don't want to watch it again you're like and then your friend calls you up and says no no trust me just get through the first four or five episodes it gets really interesting going forward right you hear that from people and then you continue watching it because someone told you that it gets better you should do the same thing with your health mm-hmm. right okay you didn't see results for the first few months first three or four months but keep it going because if only if you keep it going will you see results if you stop midway you're not going to see results and everyone's body is different everyone's body takes certain amount of time to adapt and to get better so give it that time and just stay consistent with it and trust the process for me the process is way more important than the final result the final result will take care of itself if you take care of the process and that's the most important thing i mean if if processes weren't important half the teams in the world the sporting teams in the world wouldn't be kind of focusing on a process right they'd only look at the end goal mm-hmm. uh, so that's not important you've got to kind of get the process right and keep working on it and as you keep working on it you get better so just enjoy it have fun with it make it a lifestyle that that's a great way to put it you know to just have fun and you know make it a way of life all right shorab thank you so much for joining with uh, deccan herald radio it was fantastic to have you on our show thank you thank you so much emma thank you that's all in today's episode tune in this evening on a news update podcast from the newsroom to catch all the exciting developments of the day and to get the news while it's still budding for latest news and updates log on to www.deckenherald.com check out our e-paper at www.deckenheraldepaper.com to read news on the go sign up to our telegram channel t.me/deckenheraldnews keep up with the news from your interested sphere by downloading the all new deckenherald app in which you can personalize have quick glance at news shots check highlights and even listen too you can get it from google play store and apple app store and you can find the links to the same in the description